0: This is the John Oakley Show podcast.
1: Topics worthy of discussion brought to you by Pizzaville at pound 3636. That was the sound of uh, John Carmichael clearing his throat, but we have to do that before we talk into these machines. Um, So I I mentioned John Carmichael. He is uh, on the panel, and he is CEO, Interim Registrar, Ontario Motor Vehicle Industry Council, Canadian business leader, and former Conservative Member of Parliament, my
2: goodness, that's a long title, but it's great to see you again, my friend. Thank you, Peter. It's great to be with the Shermanator. Where would you rather ooh, be in an afternoon? <laughs> well,
1: I don't know. I've never been with the Shermanator. <laughs> we sleep together, though. <laughs> There's Joe Mehevick. We We uh, shared this table last week on panel with uh, Mr. Oakley, and he's back. Former city councilor, currently visiting professor at York University in Urban Studies. How's Joe?
0: Great. Peter, we had a great time last week. We're going to see a lot of each other, I hope, in the next little while. Well, I have
1: no doubt that we are, because I think you've uh, become part of the Thursday panels, if I'm not uh, mistaken. And uh, it's it's a pleasure to sit on a, at a table, as we are today, with people of different political stripes to debate issues of the day. And to that end, let me uh, introduce number three. Not in that particular order, but uh, Dan Moulton is consultant at Crestview Strategy, a public affairs agency. Hello, Mark. Uh, and a <laughs> former advisor in the McGuinty and Wynn governments. Hi, Dan.
3: Hey, Peter, how's it going? Pretty good.
1: You know, Dan and I first became acquainted when uh, you were uh, doing your uh, your tradecraft yeah. for the Liberals uh, at Queen's Park back uh, in my day.
3: Yeah, we were on opposite sides of the aisle there. Uh, well, I mean, we, you, we, you were actually elected. I was just a, a kid in short pants, but uh, know, we, we, we certainly were, uh, we were on opposite sides we, of the issues. We think.
1: were learning the business together, and here we are today. Look, uh, there are so many things in the news, but uh, there's one thing that jumps out at me on the list of what we could discuss today, and uh, it actually... Um, is, is a little bit appalling in the sense that there's an Ipsos poll out there, and if I said to you 37% of those polled, which in Ipsos' case I have to say is probably reasonably representative of uh, of Canadians, 37%
3: polled say that immigration is a threat to white Canadians. What threat, then? You know, I, I mean, that, that line, white Canadians, a threat to white Canadians, is so charged that I'm surprised when pollsters asked people how do you react to that statement they they would say that they they agree that this is some sort of threat I, I, it's certainly a disappointing number uh, if we're going to look at one thing that's positive here at least 63% of people said that they they don't feel it's a threat so there is a positive spin here if you want to look at the upside the 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 slight silver lining uh but this is a this is a problem. This is a growing problem in our country. Um, I would say that south of the border in Europe, we're seeing it even even far worse of an issue. Uh, but here in Canada, there are political interests. I, I don't think they're represented in the major parties, but there are political interests uh, that are seeking to to sow this kind of division, to sow this kind of fear amongst Canadians. I, I would say that I think that over the course of the last few years, we've seen it connected to. Uh, what a lot on the right have tried to describe as a refugee crisis at our border. And I think a lot of people in the media, uh, on the right side of the spectrum, are trying to stoke this kind of fear, and well, I think we, that's what we're seeing these numbers
1: As we get from. into this conversation, and we're going to go around the table, we, we could bring immigration into it because we've had this duality of immigration, the the non-legal way of crossing the border, and the five-year process of making an application. We could have that discussion, we but could. I think you may be correct about the, the fact that this has sown the seed. Let me, before we get to Joe Mahavik and and, uh, John Carmichael, play a little bit of audio, and uh, this is the vice president of Ipsos Public Affairs that did the poll. His name is Sean Simpson, and uh, the Ipsos poll found that nearly two in five Canadians believe immigration is a threat to white Canadians, but Simpson says that doesn't paint the full picture.
4: We found that 50% of Canadians believe it's, it's okay and actually normal to have racist thoughts. Uh, that uh, uh, roughly half of Canadians um, say it's okay and normal because people of, d- of different races are different from me. And so it's normal to have these thoughts and I think that everybody's a little bit racist. So 50% of Canadians think think these thoughts, and think it's okay to have these thoughts. Roughly 20% of Canadians then take it one step further and say uh, it's, it's okay to express these thoughts out loud or to put them into action. It's therefore okay to be prejudiced. It's okay for me to say I don't want my neighbor to be of somebody from another ethnicity. It's okay for me to tell my children that it's not okay that they marry somebody of a different faith, of a different religion. And this, this comfort with having a neighbor of a different uh, ethnicity or different race to you um, is just one more example of the roughly 2 in 10 Canadians who put some of those racist thoughts into action.
1: All right, so that uh, that was the wrong cut, my bad. Uh, so I played it, but it does dovetail into it. Joe, let's just move it from where Dan was and what Sean Simpson is saying to what you could say in reaction to this. Where, where do we get off uh, in a... In a- poll situation with two out of uh, out of five, or 37%, let's be uh, accurate percentage-wise, saying in a poll that immigration is a threat to white Canadians. Don't people out there know that immigration is the way we built Canada and the only way
0: we're going to keep it alive? Well, some people don't know, or this comes in waves. Sometimes we know, sometimes we choose to forget. I remember <clears throat> when I was growing up, uh, my background is uh, Eastern European, former Yugoslavia, Slovenia, where uh, a Catholic background, where the dominant WASP community was uh, sometimes very unwelcoming to people with a different uh, 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 religious background. Similarly, with the Jewish community uh, as well during that post World War II era in Canada. Uh, I remember also four years ago I was part of sponsoring with uh, the, my local community uh, two large families uh, in conjunction with two synagogues by the way, uh, f- uh, of Syrians who uh, came to, uh, to Toronto. That was a time when, wow, we really distinguished ourselves as being open armed to people who are struggling and suffering in other parts of the world and welcoming them uh, to Canada. I do but think- those are once upon a time stories. Oh, no, it was a few years ago. It was a few years ago, and that's why I like the image of ebb and flow. There are periods in our history that I think we're proud of and periods where where I'm not so proud, and I think right now the current moment is not our best moment. Canadians are a country of newer settlers, older settlers. We immigrants, refugees built this country. We are proud of that, Um, and... (laughs) Right now, I think it's really Trump, the wall, the pressures on Europe that uh, have uh, have exacerbated uh, Islamophobia, uh, it's anti-Semitism. All this is coming together and people are saying, hmm, some people are saying it's time to go in the shell and protect our whatever is perceived as circle being our the own. Circle the wagons. Circle the wagons. That's another good uh, good image. But I think this is a time, and you know what? Our kids will also teach us the way. They're the ones who are sitting right beside someone of a different ethnic or color or religious background, and they're telling us, hey, Dad, hey, Mom, it's okay. They're my friends. Let them come over for the birthday party. We are building it, but it's going to be an ebb and flow, two steps forward, one step back, two steps forward, one step back kind of process over the next little while.
1: John Carmichael, if my memory serves me correctly, Canadians are producing 1.6 children per family and the replacement rate, in other words, to maintain approximately 35 million Canadians at 35 million, we would have to be producing something in the vicinity of 2.2, which means if we don't um, promote immigration and, and create the replacement, we don't even maintain our population. And if we don't do that, then 20, 30, 50, certainly 50 years from now, we're not Canada anymore.
2: Well, and I agree with you. I, I, it's hard to believe that that poll uh, would indicate that uh, Canadians two and five thirty seven percent are uh, are are feeling the way they are. You know, when you look at, uh, I know my family have an Irish heritage. Uh, we came here as immigrants at one time, and I've been the fortunate benefactor of of being here perhaps a little longer. But uh, at the end of the day. The growth uh, we we need immigration to grow the country. We have the vast geography, we have the job needs, we have the, uh, be it in construction, the trades, whatever it is, technology today, so many uh, job opportunities, and we've got to keep uh, that jo- that that market force available and alive. And the only way we're going to do it is is through immigration. And I think back to Dan's point, and I and I think he made a good one that. Perhaps there's a misunderstanding on the refugee crisis, or or the uh, the irregular refugee issue, and confusing that with legitimate immigration and we have a legitimate and 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 uh and well-run or have had a well-run immigration system in this country for a long time both unifying families bringing those who can bring uh investment to this country and doing so many good things for us and i think we've got to get past this place of intolerance but joe you mentioned so many other areas of of anti-Semitism and things along that line where the intolerance is growing globally. And I think
3: we've got to work hard to protect that in yeah. Canada
2: to make sure it doesn't come here.
3: And I think part of it's a, you're certainly figuring out how do we better address regular immigration. I, I, I agree. But there's also a political aspect to this. There are parts of our political spectrum. There are interests in this country that are seeking to sow that division, paint uh, immigrants as the other, and try and pit, uh, you know, quote-unquote, old-stock Canadians against uh, against new arrivals. I think we saw some of that from the Harper Conservatives in the 2015 election. We can't deny it. We saw uh, Kelly Leach go out there and-, and I can deny Alexandria. it, but I won't. Well, right? they went out and did a press conference on barbaric cultural- This is dog whistle stuff trying to stoke fear between new, newer Canadians and as Mr. Harper called them, old stock Canadians. But, and well, I think that's part of the problem here. We have those to Those are real that issues that have
2: to be resolved, except that, and I can tell you as a member of parliament, I had the privilege of serving a number of these communities who were heavily uh, new immigrants. And whether they were Syrians who have, who have come here for a new life, they've come from Pakistan, they've come from all over the globe. And uh, it, it was an absolute privilege. To Absolutely. serve those people in my capacity. And that was the bulk of my
0: work. And and you know what's interesting is uh, Toronto's motto is diversity, our strength. The mayor of London said that he his city, London, was the most diverse city in the world. And he had to retract it when he found out that the actual city is Toronto. Toronto can be that light on a hill showing the rest of Canada, showing the world that there is diversity doesn't need to be scary. It's a way of growing, it's a way of being, it's a way of thinking, it's a way of being an entrepreneur. it's a way of facing the world in a very creative way. And we have a chance to make it good in Toronto. So that number is disturbing, and we have to find ways to reverse okay, it. Okay, I've yeah. got to
1: take a break, but I'm going, to, I'm going to throw this one fact out before I do. When we talk about a poll that says 37% say immigration is a threat to white Canadians, we have to bear in mind that in Toronto, and you just pointed out, Joe, that this is the most diverse city in the world, Toronto, white Canadians are the minority, the visible minority. That's the way it's become, and there's not a damn thing wrong with that. I'm Peter Sherman, and uh, on the panel today, John Carmichael, Joe Mahavik, Dan Moulton, on Global News Radio 640
0: Toronto. Thanks for listening to the John Oakley Show podcast. Be sure to
4: rate, review, and subscribe for free at Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and anywhere else you get your on-demand audio.